Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Southwest Radio Ministries and Watchmen on the Wall are celebrating 90 years of proclaiming the truth that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. This week, we'll wrap up our anniversary month festivities by listening to some amazing voices from this century and the past. It's truly an exciting time here at Southwest Radio Ministries. If you're just joining us, it has been announced that we have been given a $1 million matching gift opportunity. That means every dollar you give is matched. It's doubled. All this month, we've been celebrating our 90th anniversary. And this matching gift is a way to ensure SWRC is here for many years to come. Would you consider giving toward this special match? You can help us continue to meet the mission and double your impact when you give today. You can show your support several different ways by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can give online, supportswrc.com, both words. Again, that's supportswrc.com, or you can give by way of your mobile device. Simply text 9490, that's 90FOR90, 90490, to 91999. That's 91999. All gifts given are tax deductible, and they all go toward the $1 million match. 1-800-652-1144 or visit supportswrc.com. The response since announcing this special matching gift has been wonderful. Will you stand with Watchmen on the Wall? Supportswrc.com or 1-800-652-1144. For many years, Southwest Radio Ministries has made the Onesimus Project, our ministry outreach to prisoners, a priority. The Onesimus Prison Project is a special ministry to those men and women interred in prisons and jails and to the chaplains who minister to them, providing spiritual help to prisoners all across the country. Bibles have been provided, timely books to strengthen prisoners' faith or to tell someone for the very first time about Jesus Christ. Our staff evangelist corresponds via the mail, providing answers to Bible questions and receiving prayer requests. Today, we'll be listening to a program highlighting the Onesimus Prison Project. Now, this program was first aired all the way back in 2003, and it features Noah Hutchings and Dr. Kenneth Hill. We have a very welcome guest with us, someone you've heard before on the program, Dr. Kenneth Hill from over Bristol, Tennessee Way. He is vice president of the Southwest Radio Church and an old mission buddy of mine. You know, Ken, on television today, we have a lot of pretty faces and a lot of pretty voices, and on radio, we have a lot of pretty voices and we have a lot of shouters who shout real good and shakers who shake real good but i wonder how many of them do what you and i do and hit the mission trail where the rubber reaches the road well i hope there are lots of them that do noah because 
I would invite them to do that because that's where the real action is. And it's great to be able to go on mission trips, to be involved in missions, to support missionaries that are on the field, and to do the work of the Lord in settings that are not as comfortable as perhaps we have in our own home or in our own home church. That's one of the things that I appreciate about Southwest Radio Church Ministries. The fact that not only do you go, but the ministry goes to foreign lands, to strange places, and even behind bars here in the United States. With the Onesimus Project and the Onesimus Packets, the Southwest Radio Church reaches out all throughout this nation. And there are people behind bars that are being reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So missions is a good endeavor, and I'm glad you're involved. I've said this many times. The first month I worked for Southwest Radio Church as an accountant, I wrote checks to missions for something like $150,000, and we wrote one check to the Sudan Interior Mission for $110,000. That was for one month. You know, you and I have gone to Russia together on missions, and after they opened up there, and I would, in places, have to put our Bibles on pull carts or put them on our back and carry them into town, but we got them there. You remember the time down in Central America at night? We went over those high mountains and dangerous roads in an old Jeep that barely had no light. It had no brakes. And we went, I don't know how far we went, just to speak to a church out in the boondocks up there. That's right. And I I remember one time, and you weren't with me for this one, Noah, but I remember one time that the fog was so bad there in Central America that the driver of the Jeep put his foot out on the road to find the road. So so it's pretty tough sometimes. You know, ministry is an adventure. And like you've said in, in your book, as it is in the days of Noah, You've had an adventure all your life. And I would encourage our listeners to be involved in the adventure of ministry here at Southwest Radio Church Ministries, through the various outreaches here, keeping us on the air, helping us get the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone who can listen, but also with this project that we have for prisoners, for those who are behind bars. It's called the Onesimus Project, and it's one that has been really fantastic in reaching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to begin by just referencing one letter. It's a long letter, and I don't have time to read it all. It's a very, very nice letter. It's from a prisoner. It's from Amarillo, Texas, by the way. This man is incarcerated out there in a prison. Don't know what he's in prison for. But he is someone who sought Christ and found Christ, and he wants my book on Daniel and John McTurnan's book on the Messiah. Of course, we send those two prisoners free books that they request. Then he closes by saying, Thank you so much for your ministry, and thank you for being the kind person to remember us inside prison walls. You are so good to us, Pastor Hutchings. Only the Spirit of Christ could cause you to love the most unlovable members of society. As much as you do, God bless you, and God bless your ministry. And we get so many, many letters. We want to go into what we send prisoners 
in our Onesimus packet. When they write us, we send them a packet of literature, and then if they should request any additional books, well, we send those also. But this prisoner mentioned John McTernan's book on the Messiah. Well, John McTernan has his own prison ministry, and we work with him. He is the president and co-founder of Cops for Christ. And a part of his ministry is also reaching those behind prison walls. We have a book here by John that is standard in the package that we send out. And it costs us just about a dollar to get it printed. I would like to read you a few headlines or paragraph headings. Here's one. The Lord Jesus faced the legal system. Then we continue on. There is another heading that says, Christ took the rap for you. And then there is another section, a prison without bars. And then... Results of turning to Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. And then God's rehabilitation. Then there's the tale of the two thieves. And then another invitation to turn to the Lord. Ken, I'm going to turn this book over to you and just let you read from the last page, Knowing Your Divine Rights. John asked this, he says, Do you know your divine rights? You have the right to confess that you're a sinner and have broken God's law. That's found in Romans 3.23. Do you understand? You have the right to know if you do not receive salvation, every word you have spoken will be used against you on Judgment Day. That's in Matthew 12.36-37. Do you understand? You have the right to consult the Holy Bible to ensure you're being told the truth. Acts 17.11. Do you understand? You have the right as a sinner to receive Jesus Christ as your attorney to defend you before the divine court of law, 1 John 2.1. This will ensure you are acquitted of sin and have eternal life with God, John 10.28. Do you understand? You have the right at any time to repent of your sins and to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and attorney, Romans 10.9 and 10. If you do not confess Christ, you will be convicted of sin before the divine court of law and face an eternal sentence in hell. Revelation 20, 12 through 15. Do you understand? That is one of John's books that we include in the Onesimus package. We have also a track by John that we are now included titled Muhammad or Jesus the prophet like unto Moses. The reason we are including this along with some other material on Islam is that in our prisons, Islam is making great headway in reaching prisoners, probably as much or more so than Christians. We include this track by John on Muhammad or Jesus, along with some other materials on Islam. Ken, you did a brief interview with John, and I think we should let our listeners right now hear what he had to say about reaching prisoners for Jesus. Thank you, Dr. Hutchings. John, tell me why you thought it was necessary to write such a tract. 
as you know, Islam is taking root somewhat here in the United States. And one of the main places where Islam seems to be advancing is in the prisons. And I'm in the process of writing a book about Islam, and I felt an urgency to sort of condense the material in the book into the track that you're talking about so that we could spread it. That It's got a message. Number one, it teaches the Christians how to really deal with Islam. And number two, it challenges the Muslims about their faith. And it promotes Christ as the final prophet and not Mohammed. And an excellent target for this track would be the prisons to open the eyes of people in prison that Islam is not the answer, but the answer is found in faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We see that one of the fastest growing sects in the prison system is Islam. Is that not correct? From everything I'm reading, that's correct. Islam seems to be very aggressive in the prisons. and It seems to be, especially among the black prisoners, I haven't heard any reports or very few reports amongst about the white prisoners in prison, but it seems about uh, amongst the black population, Islam seems to be uh, advancing quite rapidly. And this tract points out a number of inconsistencies with the idea of Muhammad being the final prophet. You compare both Muhammad and Jesus to the prophet Moses. Tell us about that comparison. When you look at Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 18 and 19, both the Koran and the Bible make claims about this, or how should I say the New Testament? The New Testament claims that the Lord Jesus is the fulfillment that the prophet, that Moses talks about the prophet would come after him, would be everyone would have to listen to. The Koran claims that's Mohammed. So what I did, and it's not a very complicated idea, but I took the criteria as described in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 18 and 19, and also in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verses 10 through 12, I take six, well, actually in the tract is five criteria, and I show how the Lord fulfills them, and then I use those criteria with Mohammed, and I show that he fails on every one of the criteria. You go in quite detail, considering it is a, a tract, meaning it's a folio, it's uh, eight and a half by 11 times two, I guess. This size is convenient because you can read through it rather quickly, and it didn't take me long to read through it before we got on the phone with you, but it has a good message that's clear and complete. You were very concise in what you said here, and I know your book will expand upon these things, but it's a very concise message. You first point out what, it's, what it means to be like unto the prophet Moses, and then you compare Muhammad, and then you compare Christ. Briefly, if you would, run through those five points, if you could. Sure. Now, these criteria are all listed in the Bible. I mean, if you read those, chapter, those chapters and verses, you will see the criteria are right there. So the first one, this is unique as far as the prophets are concerned, is God spoke directly to Moses. God did not speak to Moses in a vision or a dream. He spoke, as the Bible says, mouth to mouth. The second one is Moses was in the direct presence of God. Uh, again, Moses was not seeing God in a vision or a dream. 
but Moses was in the direct presence of God. The third is that the message that God gave Moses when they spoke mouth to mouth, that's what's most important in this. And God gave Moses a blood covenant relationship. The law that Moses brought in was built upon, if you think, if you just think back and you'll see Passover, where the lamb was slain and the blood was put on the uh, doorposts. And then you think of Yom Kippur, where the blood was needed to approach the Holy God of Israel on Yom Kippur. And also, when the Torah was given in Exodus chapter 24, it was sprinkled with blood along with the people that were there. So, and, and it says this is the blood of the covenant. So Moses, or God gave Moses a blood covenant relationship. Number four, Moses did mighty signs and wonders, which is unique. If you think most of the Old Testament prophets didn't do the great signs and wonders that Moses did, they were unique to him. For example, splitting the Red Sea. I mean, that was a tremendous, as the Bible describes it, it's a sign and wonder. I guess with the amount of people that were crossing, the Red Sea was split a half a mile, a mile, maybe a mile and a half, so that a, that a million or more people could cross in one day. And then the fifth point, and that goes by definition, to be a prophet, you have to, part of being a prophet is to prophesy. And that's the, one of the seals of the prophets, because God knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. And when prophets prophesy in the name of the Lord, it has to come true 100% of the time. So those are five criteria. There's actually more, but I had to limit it to the size of the track. And uh, in the track, I have five criteria. So what I do is I show how the Lord fulfills each one of them. Then I compare it to Mohammed, these five criteria to Mohammed in the Koran, and he fails on each one. John McTurnan is our guest, and John has just completed a new tract called Muhammad or Jesus, or the Prophet Likened to Moses. We're including this in our packet that we're sending out to those incarcerated, those chaplains who have requested them as part of our Onesimus packet and part of the Onesimus project that we're doing here at Southwest Radio Church Ministries. Thank you, John, for allowing us to use this tract in the prisons I appreciate the fact that you have served on the side of the law and you know what it is to see these people who have been arrested and have been placed behind bars and they have great needs there. Thank you for allowing us to help them. Well, it's my pleasure and hopefully this track will be used. It's already been used to win souls to the Lord, so I'm excited. I believe that God is going to use this to really confront Islam with the reality of the prophet that they're following rather than the true prophet, the Lord Jesus Christ. John McTurnan, thank you very much. Thank you, now. Another book that we include with the Onesimus package, of course, I would like to bring out, we always include a Bible, King James Version of the Bible. This cost us $3. It's not an expensive copy, and if prisoners already have a Bible, then they give it to someone else. But we do include a Bible with Ever Onesimus package. And also another book that we include is A Christian Guide to Survival. And ordinarily this book would cost about $2, but this book doesn't cost us anything 
because a dear friend out there gave us $10,000 to pay for the first printing. You know, we're getting low on them again, and we're going to have to have another printing soon. So those who may be interested in helping us with this project, as well as the entire Onesimus project, will need your help. This book, A Christian Guide to Prison Survival, it's a very important book for Christians because it not only has the plan of salvation, it instructs the prisoner how to get along with his guards, keep in contact with his family if he has a family, be sure and write his children or his estranged mate, get along with the other inmates, which is most important, how to mentally condition himself. The best advice of all is to get turn his life over to the Lord, to accept Jesus Christ as Savior. I would like to read just a part of the author's letter. This one paragraph I read here will tell you why a Christian guide to prison survival is so important and why we include it in every Onesimus package mailed to prisoners. I am now quoting from the author of the book. And remember, he is in prison, and he conducts Bible studies in the prison. Quote, I believe in the power of prayer, and I know you do also. So I would request prayer for my cellmate, who was recently converted to Christ. Last night, that was March the 25th, he was severely scalded by a wicked, unreasonable inmate because he wouldn't give up his piece of chicken. Now, I interrupt here to point out that chicken to a prison inmate is very important because they don't give much chicken. His cellmate, who is a Christian, recently converted to Christ, was eating, and another inmate there wanted his one piece of chicken, and he wouldn't give it to it. So here's what happened. Quoting again, The assailant heated a mixture of oil and water in the microwave and cast it at him. The mixture severely burnt the side of his face, his arm, and chest. They flew him from here to a burn treatment center. His injuries will require skin graft. Please pray not only for his healing, but also that his faith holds strong through this period of tribulation. Hopefully, his skin color will hide much of the scarring. And he gives his name here. He is 22 years old. Sometimes it is difficult, but we must also pray for his assailant. Now, this is the author of the book writing to me from his prison there on the East Coast. The author of the book, A Christian Guide to Prison Survival. It's very important that every Christian, every inmate, get a copy of this book because it gives them important advice, not only about their own physical well-being, but also on their spiritual eternal life. We do put this book in every Onesimus project. This is a fantastic opportunity to be praying for this individual who was scalded and also for his assailant as we've been asked to do so and I would like to pause right now just to do that very thing let's pray father we do pause in this program just to say thank you for who you are to 
to say thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ. And the request has come to us concerning this inmate that was scalded for no reason. Father, we see it as a senseless act. We don't understand, but you will work all things out for good to those who love the Lord, who love you, who are called according to your purpose. And so, Father, we ask for healing for this one. We ask you to touch the heart of the assailant. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Meeting the Mission is our special effort to match the $1 million gift we've received. When you give to Southwest Radio Ministries, your gift will be matched. $25 becomes $50, $50 becomes $100. You'll double your impact and ensure that Watchmen on the Wall and all of our ministries will be able to bring clarity to the chaos for many years to come. Friends, would you consider giving $90 in recognition of our 90th anniversary? Like all gifts given at this time, your support will be doubled and go toward meeting the match. 1-800-652-1144 is the number to call and show your support for SWRC. You can also be a part of the match by giving on our website, supportswrc.com. That's supportswrc.com. You can also give to the match by way of your mobile device. Simply text 9490 to 91999. That's 90FOR90, and then you just text it to the number 91999. You may designate your gift for the prison ministry when you contact us. $90 in honor of our 90th anniversary would be an outstanding way to show your support. 1-800-652-1144. Online, supportswrc.com. And to give on your mobile device, text 9490 to 91999. Thank you, friends, for your support of Watchmen on the Wall and Southwest Radio Ministries. Before we go, I want to let you know about our next in-person conference. The speakers you hear on this program will be coming to Wichita, Kansas, Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th at Sunrise Christian Academy. Speakers include our very own Dr. Larry Spargimino, Greg Patton, Dr. Rob Lindstead, Michael Hoggard, Staff Evangelist Josh Davis, Micah Van Huss, and Dr. Lonnie Shipman. Some of the topics that will be covered include secrets of the Vatican, Israel and the Temple Mount, who owns it and who cares, real world of the spirits, chaos, chat GPT, AI, and the platform for the Antichrist, and we'll have a very special One World Update. Clarity to the Chaos Conference, Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air, Kansas. This conference is free to the public, but space is limited. Make sure you register for your free tickets to secure your seat at this very important conference. To see the complete lineup of topics, speakers, and schedule, visit the events page of our website, swrc.com. Tomorrow, our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, will be looking at the book of Hebrews. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app, or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. 
Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for over 90 years by faithful listeners like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com.